In this episode, we interview Daniel and Katie Hart of Xavia's Pictures. I'm Daniel. I'm Katie. And, and we, we are, are the Hart siblings. And uh, also end game spoilers at the end. Here we go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Quest for the Best. That is our podcast. My name is Jonathan. I'm Jesse. And today with us, we have some special guests. It's it's becoming a trend. Two in a row, we've had guests. That's pretty special to me. Yeah. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Daniel. And I am Katie. And we are the Heart Siblings. Aren't you supposed to say that in unison or something? <laughs> right? I'm yeah. so sorry. I Come missed, on, I missed the cue. We were, we were not synced up for that. That's okay. Uh, this is what I got to work with. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you guys know each. You've known each other for a while. Is that safe to say? What? Uh, <laughs> a, a little bit, yeah, a little while. I uh, Daniel can't probably remember a life without me. Certainly not. <laughs> I I can remember four blissful years of only childness. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've we have quite the history together. Yes. All right, and I've been a. Uh, admire slash fan of your guys use guys that's english <laughs> leave the new york yeah. accent to me oh yeah yeah okay uh for i don't know 10 years maybe it's been a while and uh, yeah at least 10 years yeah and we've never actually like had a real conversation this is the closest <laughs> this is the closest yeah this is the first so yeah. so which is crazy because I, I think there was once a time when we actually lived a lot closer together because you, you used to live in Oregon, right? This is true, though. And I don't think it was at the Oregon, same so. time. Maybe not. We were there until 2011. What, from birth till 2011? <laughs> no, from 03 to 2011. Okay, see, because I was not there in 03. I gotcha. left by then. Or no, maybe there was a brief moment where we were almost cross paths. Anyways, that's <laughs> not what this show is so. about. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, the longest time, for the longest time, for the longest time, for some reason I was confused and I thought you guys lived in Arizona. I mean, Jonathan introduced me to you guys a while back and, and I don't know, so for some reason I just made myself think you guys lived here. You just seemed like, you know, people that, I don't know, are just like... Arizonians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they're here. They're, they're close by, you know, I don't know. And then, because I think one time I was at Sam's Club and I was like... I, I thought I could have sworn I saw you guys and like <laughs> did I send you a picture yes you did oh well, no, I, you I, showed I, me later I showed you later now was, we need to get this picture back do you have it oh uh no that was on an old phone oh, I don't think man. I have it but clearly yeah. we we have doppelgangers that <laughs> hanging out oh, in man. Arizona it, it looked just like you guys and I was like getting ready to like think of I don't know it was, and then I texted or something I was like do they I think you had to tell me like they don't live in Arizona no, they're I was not like, oh, even close like, anymore I don't know they, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, not that you can't come here and go to Sam's Club, but uh, <laughs> sure, right? It didn't right. happen. Right. It wasn't you. Um, well, we don't have Sam's Club where we live, so well, there you, know, there you go. The yeah, yeah, the elusive Sam's Club well, of Mesa, you know, Arizona. Yeah, yeah next so time you you're coming here, we'll make sure to stop at Sam's Club. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Um, for anyone who hasn't picked up yet, Daniel and Katie are siblings, yes. and they make stuff like videos short uh short film sketches how what do you call them yourself everyone has a different name for their own thing yeah yeah um you know we've kind of evolved over the years so right now you know we we use the term web series to describe uh the content that we're making right now which is our our scripted episodic uh series the heart siblings um but really just content is a is the broad <laughs> word that i like to use entertainment content yeah we've we've had trouble calling it something of ourselves <laughs> yeah, yeah we used to do an intro to the podcast where we listed all the things we talk about movies tv web series but it just got too 
confusing and boring. Yeah. Content. Yeah. We're talking about content here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, um, take me back to when you uh, you guys first started making videos. It's been a while. Uh, what's the oldest stuff that people can see online? Oh, wow. I think the oldest stuff that is actually online probably goes back to 06, I would say. Um, that's when we really, that's when we started actually like editing our videos and, you know, kind of polishing them and then putting them online for, for people to see. We were, we were on YouTube in the, in the early days of YouTube, um, honestly. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we've technically been making stuff together a few years before that, um, like around 03, 04 is when we, when we first started to, to goof around with the camera, so. Mm -hmm. Any exciting stories about moving to YouTube? Was there, was there a reason you, like, because I remember starting YouTube back, I think it was also 2006, um, yeah. and just, just thinking like, well, like, I'll just try, and, and the good thing is now I don't have to mail a dvd to grandma i can just send her an email <laughs> that, oh ain't that the truth <laughs> that's exactly the same motivation that we had you know it just we were we were making this stuff uh just for fun as a hobby and uh you know youtube was was growing in popularity and so it just it seemed to make sense to put our stuff on there so we didn't really do it at first to you know try to gain exposure or become famous or anything it was really just a, a tool to be able to share our work with yeah friends and family who weren't close by mm-hmm uh, so you might have different answers and you, and you said that your stuff has evolved, but, uh, what sort of shows or movies inspired you guys and like your style? Um, I, maybe you both have different answers. I, I just want to hear. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough question to be honest. Cause we've been doing it for so long that I feel like our style, you know, we kind of cemented our style really early on and I don't even necessarily know the type of stuff that we were watching back then. Um, but I mean, honestly, like we grew up watching like Disney channel TV shows and oh, like yeah. Nickelodeon shows. And so I think it was probably that kind of stuff that, uh, that really inspired us the most early on. Like, you know, that's so Raven and Drake and Josh and those kind of shows. Well, and I think, the overarching themes for everything we did was we wanted it to be funny. Like yeah. that was our ultimate goal was funny. And so obviously the shows that were on Nickelodeon and Disney Channel and when we were those ages watching those shows, that's that's what they were. They were for making you laugh. Right. Um, and then I personally, personally loved any type of homage or parody of certain styles. And so yeah. anytime we could incorporate that, you know, we we would take a very serious concept and make – uh, a funny situation and yes. that and I feel like that kind of grew into um with what we do with the heart siblings right we mm -hmm. we act very very serious about like this is the flip we took comedic situations and acted serious about them which right. is a lot mm -hmm. of what we do with the heart siblings also we you know take very kind of minimal no big deal situations and and blow it up out of proportion right you can't yeah, see I us think... but we're nodding yes that's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I think to some extent, you know, even going back to, to our early stuff, we've always kind of had that sort of homage parody type of style where we're, we're you know, emulating um, other films or other works, uh, you know, for, for comedic purposes. I mean, even going back to, you know, 10 years ago, we were doing a web series called KLMN that was a, a parody of a news broadcast, right? And so mm -hmm. we, we've always sort of had that kind of a... Um, 
of a style where we're we you know like yeah like taking taking uh, serious things and making them funny i guess mm-hmm. yeah i think that i mean if i th- if i'm thinking back like doing a fake news show was probably one of the first things i did when i got a camera like as a as a yeah. little kid as like seven or eight years old um yeah because that's what's you're watching all the time and it's not like it's ever funny. It just needs to be. I think news is, needs to be funny, but it's never very funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, I think it makes sense for, you know, the 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 stuff that you see, the stuff that you know, that's the kind of stuff that you want to recreate, even if you are, you know, putting that funny twist on it. So mm-hmm. what did did either of you guys go to school for film? Uh, I did not. Well, neither of us did okay. <laughs> technically, but you were. Katie was probably closer than I was. Yeah, I had a my um, major. I totally blanked on the word. <laughs> it's been a couple years since I left college, so <laughs> no. My uh, my major was communication, but my minor was media production. Mm-hmm. So all of my classes were. Um, I had like an audio class and a script writing. And great, yeah. um, like a TV production class, so it was it was more of the the nitty gritty kind of how you work the equipment yeah. um, type of studies. So, mm-hmm. what what do you feel like you learned the most from school? Because I because even through four years of that myself, like I just think back and think, well, like I think we learned more just doing it, but I can point to some screenwriting classes that were helpful for me and things like that. Um, what do you think you learned the most from school, not from actually doing it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I think personally for me, I, I would learn some things and I'd go home and be like, Daniel, did you know that like if you set the lights like this? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, Katie, I know. Because <laughs> he, he was very self-taught um and you can speak to that but i there was a lot of concepts that i learned lighting for whatever reason has stuck in my brain like three-point lighting um and then a little bit of of audio mixing stuff there's just little concepts there that have kind of implanted but most of that stuff i don't totally enjoy doing so i kind of gotcha leave it to daniel to to handle sure i that kind of leads into something i wanted to ask about um what is your collaboration process? So that, so it's the two of you working on these these videos. Most of them now are scripted. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, who who takes care of what? Uh, how much responsibility do you share? Um, yeah, just kind of take me through. Yeah, well, I think with The Heart Siblings, which is our, our show that we've been doing for about two years now, um, I think we probably collaborate more on that than any of our work before it. Um, as far as the storytelling and the the characters and the type of jokes that we do, that's a that's a really collaborative process. I write most of the scripts as far as actually you know putting the words to paper, but um, but we have lots of conversations about you know the direction that we want the show to be in and and the different um, dynamics that we want to have between the characters. So and I, I'd actually like to hear Katie what you think of that as well. <laughs> Well, what he's not saying is that for all the time before that, I was just a slacker who would just show up on a Saturday or a Friday that we were filming, have my lines memorized, not usually, um, and film and be done with it. And I was, it was always kind of his thing that I, I just, I did, um, I did a like theater in high school, so I loved acting, so I loved being mm-hmm. in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. But I think definitely, like he was saying with the Hart siblings, um, we've kind of gotten to this rhythm where Daniel will write a first draft, I'll read through it. 
on my own. And then we get together and we just brainstorm and we just talk through ideas. Um, And we had one episode this last season that we went through, I don't even know, four or five different versions of it. Yeah. Um, And that's probably the most, I think, also that I've been involved. Post-production, I still kind of just let Daniel handle that. Yeah. Um, he'll show, you know, he'll do a, a rough cut and he'll show it to me and I'll give a little bit of feedback, but that's, that's his area of expertise. So mm-hmm. I do, I think I, the more of the overarch, um, arcing like themes and the direction and the overall yeah. story is what I enjoy, uh, contributing to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long does like uh episode take from start to finish? <sighs> that's a that's a tough question. And, you know, honestly, it's because we we deal in seasons, you know, we, we do eight episodes at a time or 10 episodes at a time. It's uh, it's easier for me to, to speak to a whole season. Right. And speaking for season three, which we just finished this last week, um, we have been working on that. We've actually been in production on that since November of uh, mm-hmm. of last year. So six months just about. Um, and then writing was even a couple months before that. So, yeah, it's it's a long process. Uh, I mean, for once we have the script, you know, shooting is usually only a day, maybe one or two days. We try to get shooting done. Um, per post-production, episode? Per episode, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, post-production is usually maybe two to three weeks, depending on some episodes require a lot more post-production work than others. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the writing is the thing that's really hard to, to pin down because I'm just kind of always writing and rewriting and editing. So I think that's pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think too, you know, we have the constraint, like I work full time. So, you know, for every Saturday for however many months yeah. we had to film. And so that causes the whole, process to stretch on for longer Mm because you're only filming once a week hopefully you get the whole episode filmed in a day but if you have to do any reshoots or whatever right um yeah if we were if we were both truly working full-time on this i mean i think it would take maybe maybe a week per episode Mm -hmm. if we were both contributing start to finish the whole thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because they are only four minute episodes i mean (laughs) it shouldn't be that hard right well when you got one day to film and like yeah and then uh, maybe a couple evenings a week to work on it that's just what happens when this isn't your full-time job yeah we exactly we've been there believe me actually that's been like the number one struggle is just like i have so many things i want to do and not the time so that's uh, yeah i i feel you there yeah, I have been, no, I've been telling Daniel, like, I've wanted to do a podcast for a while, and it's like, I'll be at work, and I'll have this great idea about it, and then by the time I get home in the evening, I don't have any energy to, oh, yeah. to you know, work on it, and try to, and it's just, it's it's a big commitment when you, like you say, when it's, when it's not your, your sole focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you were talking about um, how Daniel kind of takes over for editing and everything. In our case... I used to do all of the editing and now Jesse does almost all of the editing and it's just been tough cuz like cuz I enjoy it most of the time and for me it's it's uh I don't know it just always feels like such a chore I've I've never I I never thought I'd be doing as much editing as I do now um I just don't really have the patience to sit and you know just fine tune these little like all the clips and uh I don't know like so for me, I yeah, just I, I procrastinate every <laughs> week and then I cram like Friday nights and Right. But see see we but, we got a different 
kind of situation because we've been trying to do something every week or at the very least every other week. And mm-hmm. with, with you guys, especially with doing a season at a time, like you kind of freeze yourself up to kind of be picky about the edit and things like that. I would guess. Yeah, Am for I wrong? sure. No, no, definitely. I mean, and, that, and that's exactly why we, we kind of do the schedule that we do is we don't want to uh, feel constrained because, you know, back when we were doing our, our sketches, we were truly, truly turning them around in a week. We would we would shoot on one Friday and we would be releasing that episode the following Friday. Um, and a lot of times, you know, I just felt like the work was kind of suffering because I was forcing myself to sort of cut corners and rush through things. Mm-hmm. And so that's why recently you know, we've, we've, uh, kind of taken that constraint off so that we can really take our time to, uh, to get things perfect. So. And that's, that's one of those, the, the downsides of YouTube and social media in general mm-hmm. is if you are not putting out content on a weekly, if not daily basis, right. you, you don't get the traffic. Right. And so there's, that's the struggle with, with that, which I think is too, why we kind of tried to just get away from that whole, you know, with, get away from YouTube mm-hmm. and all of that and treat it more like, like a web series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got a really big library on YouTube. Um, we do. So, <laughs> so uh, for anybody who hasn't yet checked out your stuff, you got, you got some catching up to do. Um, but uh, what, where should someone start if they're just learning about your stuff? You want them to go straight to the new stuff, the best? <laughs> or, yeah, if, or, if you if you know nothing about us, you know, I mean, I point people to our website, XaviusPictures.com, and that basically, you know, has a, has a brief little description of who we are and what we do, but then, yeah, features features our best content. And we do have some of our older stuff on there, too, like uh, all, all of our sketches are, are on there, um, which, you know, some of those are, are fairly subpar quality compared to where we're at now. But, uh, but yeah, you know, we, we, we don't try to... We're not, we're not trying to like shy away from like the stuff that we've done in the past um, because, you know, that was we're, we're proud of that to an extent. I mean, we, you know, we we're putting out good work, but um, but it is a little different from the, the kind of stuff that we're doing now. So, yeah, I mean, we got to I mean, look at, at where you were. Yeah, it's and- charming to kind of just leave it. You know, you, you go to any big YouTuber's channel, you can always go to the oldest video and see like, you know, I mean, some channels or might you try can't. to do a little bit of cleanup. You and could like, also delete old stuff, which see. a lot of people do, <laughs> which, which is not something <laughs> I'm a fan of. I want people to see the oldest stuff and be like, well, look at how far they've come. Your, yeah. <laughs> you know, the stuff you're putting out now. But people aren't, you know, like what? They were never always like the, the exact best. same quality <laughs> since well, yeah. they first started. Like, But one thing I think you've done a good job at is keeping the, I don't want to say style, but the... Uh, just your um the feel of the of your stuff has always kind of yeah. been the same um did you ever have any discussions about that i mean i'm sure you don't really have to cuz you're siblings and you're you're having conversations all the time i'm sure but yeah. but did the conversation ever come up like you know we don't want to do this this or this in our videos something like that cuz there've been times where we had to stop and and kind of examine like okay how far is a joke going to go before like we don't want to do it anymore um, sure. How's yeah, I don't know. Anything? That's that's a good question. I, you know, obviously one of the big things for us is our work is 
for the most part, family friendly. Um, certainly oh no, to, for the most part. Is there something <laughs> I don't know about? I haven't seen. I haven't seen the lesser part yeah, yet. Yeah. Then, well, it's uh, you know, it's everyone has different standards. Exactly. Yeah. So some yeah. things that you know that to us aren't a big deal. You you never know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yes, no. For the most part, you're there's you're there's nothing. There's not going to be language or anything. Yeah. Inappropriate. I and, mean, and that's not really something that we have to like impose upon ourselves because mm-hmm. that's just very natural like uh-huh. you know dirty jokes don't really come come naturally to me and you know things like like you know language or or uh mm-hmm. well you know other suggestive sure. content <laughs> is uh you know not things not things that are commonplace for us even just in our everyday lives or conversations mm-hmm. so from a from a um you know from that standpoint uh it's not really something we have to talk about right. from you know, any other standpoints? I mean, I, I think that we have had some conversations um, about, you know, the type of the the type of work that we do and the way that we kind of market ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that's changed even within the last couple of years where we're really leaning heavily into our more geeky pop culture interest in things. I um, sort of noticed a little. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very much our our real personalities. Right. Um, uh, so we've kind of let that let that come through a lot more in in recent years, um, more so than, you know, five, six years ago, we were really just focusing more on like f- uh, the family dynamic and like this brother sister dynamic. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that we've kind of to an extent evolved past that to be more just about, you know, two people who are are different mm-hmm. um, but have similar interests and so more so than like a brother sister relationship I guess right mm-hmm. you were going heavy on the brother sister relationship in the at least yeah. in the first mm-hmm. season of the show uh, of the yeah, yeah. show uh, I mean, yeah. that was the main thing um, and so so yeah I could I could say that um, because of that that you're that you're just naturally clean content I, I yeah easy to recommend for me to other people um, I'm not worried that you know I, I don't have to put a disclaimer when I'm recommending your videos to people. Uh, right. uh, sometimes I'll have to say, like, this is really good, but, like, there's this in it or this, and I don't have to worry about that with you guys. So, thank you. Um, I don't know <laughs> if you get thanked thank enough you. for that. Um, <laughs> um, it is. It's it's a harder thing to find nowadays, yeah. with mm-hmm. especially with online content, where there's basically no rules or restrictions. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, we've talked about how it can be kind of a challenge for us to, even though we are family friendly and clean, you know, we're not necessarily gearing our content toward right. kids. Right. Um, and so that's been sort of a struggle is kind of towing that line between, you know, how do we how do we maintain our, our family friendly values while still kind of appealing to the the type of demographic that we're really trying to appeal to, I guess. Well, especially with with the heart siblings, because we we have kind of headed towards this pop culture, geek culture references. You know, it's people our age, right? right? I mean, we're talking about Marvel movies that are coming out now. We're talking about the songs that were popular when we were kids. Right. And so when we were teenagers, it made sense that, you know, tweens or teenagers would enjoy our content now that we're both 20 somethings you know we're we uh i think that most of our most of our jokes and references would be more geared toward that demographic right but we're still trying to maintain that family-friendly value so Mm -hmm. right um i have sometimes described your stuff as like it's like if we made something but it was a little less wacky like (laughs) like just a 
<laughs> like there's never going to be like aliens. I don't know. Maybe there's aliens in the next season with you guys, but uh, you, never, you you ruined it, Jonathan. Oh. You just spoiled it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but but you know what I mean. Like um, no, I, it's very um like grounded. Yes. Right. And and that's one thing we've struggled with is staying grounded. I think in our in our skits <laughs> well, in our sketches. I, I mean, I'm a fan of the absurd sometimes. Yeah. Uh, well, that I mean, we I, just we like to go that way. <laughs> Although whenever I so last night was was binging the newest episodes for you. Um, mm-hmm. the I noticed. Like, wow, what Jesse and I should do is just keep it in one room for once instead of going across the desert or something. <laughs> and I was like, why and didn't I you know, think of that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's really exactly where it came from. If you go back to our our stuff from 10 years ago or, or before, we were definitely a little more ambitious mm-hmm. with our with our stories and, you know, playing like multiple characters in, in mm-hmm. one short film or whatever. And about... 2012, when we first started doing the sketches, that's where we realized, you know, it's a lot easier to uh, produce stuff that's actually like of high quality if it's just two people in a room talking, Um, you know, and we don't have to pretend like we're on the moon or fighting aliens or stuff like that. And so I think that just became kind of out of necessity where we started doing really grounded simple type of stuff and that sort of evolved into our style because the sketches is really when our content sort of uh took off and and became popular um and so i think we just kind of ran with that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i if i'm thinking back found out about your channel discovered you um (laughs) from reading about it in video maker magazine yes which i definitely don't subscribe to any magazines anymore (laughs) but uh, (laughs) yeah but nope, not to knock is. Video Maker, they it was great for the time when I needed it. Um, yeah. But how did how like you said like when you started doing those skits and sketches, um, like what sort of broke you past like your friends and family to get out to people? I think I know the answer, but I'll I'll let you. Yeah, so the the first place that we really got kind of, you know, exposure, to use the word, is um, uh, from the channel Indie Mogul, um, which is a, uh, you know, filmmaking tutorial educational YouTube channel. I've heard Um, of it. And they used to have a a show, uh, a, a weekly thing where you know, their viewers could send in the, the whatever content they were working on to kind of get featured and, and get exposure for their for their work. And so that's what we did. We were we we sent in one of our sketches and uh, it was featured. And actually, the, the guy who hosted the show, uh, Russell Hasenauer, uh, really was a, a big fan of our work, or at least that's, you know, so he said. I don't mean that. <laughs> sure. to, yeah. I'm not trying to sound arrogant, but he was uh, he was a, a, a very encouraging uh, person for us. And so. Um, we were featured multiple times on that, and that's really where most of our fan base came from. And we still have people who who found us from Indie Mogul, you know, seven years ago, who are still uh, fans of our stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, so, if if you were giving some advice to somebody who was who is in that position you were back then, just making stuff but just not really getting out there very much, um, enter contests maybe or or find a group you know i'm i'm still waiting for my future self to, to come back and, <laughs> okay, and tell yeah. me the secret <laughs> um, we've we've tried all sorts of things with you know varying degrees of success and um i think what i've found is that 
it's really kind of hit and miss. Mm -hmm. you, there's really no guarantees for anything. I mean, and maybe Katie, you wanna you wanna talk to that a little bit? No, I think so. I think, um, and I think people are starting to notice that at least nowadays with things like uh, social media constantly change, changing their algorithms. Right? People yeah, are always trying time. to crack the code of mm -hmm. how to get more likes or how to get more followers, um, and it seems like they're changing constantly on like on what works and what doesn't. And right. I, I honestly don't know because, you know, there was a time where we, you know, we would get featured in Video Maker or on Indie Mogul and we get this huge, like, uprise of, um, of subscribers. Yeah. But it didn't really, it would, you know, it would either kind of level out, mm -hmm. yeah. plateau a little bit. Um, and it, trying to get the people that were subscribers to then also share. Because I think that's where a lot of it comes from. People are going to watch stuff that their friends or family recommend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's hard if, if they don't want to take the time to hit share. Um, and I just, I think the market is being oversaturated with the ease of cell phones and being able to film stuff on your phone. And anyone mm -hmm. and everyone can just upload a video to any platform and, and they it's do. there. Anyone and, and they do, exactly. Do <laughs> <laughs> they do all the time. And um, and so you're constantly having to fight through all that other content. And a lot of times that content is quick. They're, you know, I mean, what was what was the 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 app that was like six second videos? Vine. 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 Yeah. Oh, you already forgot one. what that was called? <laughs> that didn't take long. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? <laughs> But like that blew up and everyone was like, yes, six it second videos. It oh, doesn't yeah. require my attention span. But they're not they're not like what we do and like what you guys do where it's like, no, this is we're writing scripts and we're filming and we're editing and we're not, you know, we're not just taking a Snapchat and throwing it up there. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I don't just, I don't know. I think it's just hard like like cuz you have um you know, when it comes to people like us that just make like, you know, like short sketch comedies that aren't based on any other existing content really it's just our own you know for for people to you, you just don't get a ton of people looking for that exact right. stuff because that's a little bit of a gamble to people you know if they're browsing youtube and it's like oh here's a random little sketch i can watch about i don't know it's just some something whatever you know harold the monster you know whatever right. our random thing is or i can watch like a funny commentary on a marvel movie that everyone right. you know it's relatable and you know there's just it's just hard like those get all the and you know and there are funny stuff out there like i was today i was just binge watching um the guy from screen rant that does the uh do you ever watch oh you i'm like, shaking my head no it's I like don't a funny meeting yeah p the pitch meeting you know what i that love is? the oh, yeah, pitch meeting videos yeah I, I finally got around to like watching him i mean he's hilarious like do you know what that is Jonathan? yeah i don't it's like a funnier version of cinema sins it, it's a guy oh, that does yeah he talks CinemaSins, about a popular but movie funny i but could he, get he into does that. it in the style of like it's a guy pitching the movie to a executive you know oh, okay he's like oh, and yeah and, you know, and they he's just really keep, bad at it obviously because yeah you know they just explain it but they're they're super happy and perky about everything like even the stupid funny mistakes in movies like he'll just say like the director would be like wait or the executive the producer would be like you know like wait why would the character do that uh, because that's how I you know wrote it or uh -huh. oh because uh, okay. this plot convenient plot it's just sure. really funny you gotta you just gotta watch them they're they're okay. they're over really like funny okay so cinema sins but with a plot sort of yeah it's and it's and it's, yeah it's, and he like he like jokingly points out plot holes or okay. mistakes or um 
sometimes just funny stuff about the movies, yeah, so but it's like, not always it's, it's, and it's literally a, a pitch right. meeting. You know, I mean, it's, okay. it's, I mean, he's talking to himself, which is even funnier. I don't know how he yeah. can have chemistry like with himself. Yeah, he plays both guys and <laughs> oh, just cuts okay. back and forth. Strange. It's, just, it's easier to watch than Cinema Sins, okay, and, yeah. and they're usually like ten minutes shorter. Okay, they, you know, they don't break apart every single mistake. Right. You know. Okay. All right. Anyway, well, so okay. anyway, so I'm that kind of sold. stuff. I'll check it, it out when I get some time. It's hard to get your stuff. You know, to to get there well the, yeah i mean you you've got your pop culture references but that's not what's so much being advertised right um, still, yeah yeah we yeah we actually are are um kind of careful not to not to lean too heavily into the uh pop culture references with our advertising because there is a concern about trademark infringement and, and copyright stuff so we we really want to try to uh you know bring people in for just Mm-hmm. Our, dyna- our our chemistry with each other and our uh, characters, and then you know the uh, the pop culture references, I guess, are kind of a bonus. But uh, right. yeah, we're still trying to figure out the best way to present ourselves. Well, right. and our stuff is also very very dialogue heavy. Oh yeah. So if you're not the kind of person that's going to want to sit and listen to a four minute conversation. Right. It's also going to be easy to just like, oh, there's there's no flashing colors or, you know, right. Yeah. right things happening on the screen. It's just yeah. two people sitting in a room talking. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. right. At least it's funny. <laughs> you got yeah. that going for you. <laughs> They're sitting in a room, <laughs> but it's a, so. it's a cool room and, and the conversations are funny. Yeah, I don't. You got to pitch it better a little, Katie. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you were talking about how the algorithms always, you know, lean one way or the other. I remember everyone saying it has to be shorter, and now I'm hearing things have to be longer um, yeah. to get a boost with the algorithm. So so at some point, you decided you guys should go to Vimeo um, exclusively for the for your show, at least. Um, yeah. It just kinda, I'd like to hear, like, through that thought process. Obviously, that's one major difference that we haven't done that. Um, mm-hmm. So just kind of take me through the thought process. You know, um, I'll answer and then I'll like I'll let Katie talk too because okay. I feel like I'm talking about this all the time. Right. But, um, okay. For I think for me the biggest thing was really kind of distinguishing um, our content from the most of the stuff that's on YouTube and and really not necessarily the stuff that we were doing but the stuff that we are doing now and want to do. Uh, you know, when we were doing our sketches or like Charlotte Wilson short films. YouTube made more sense to us, but because now we're in this kind of more controlled, scripted, um, episodic, you know, format where it's, it's, uh, you know, our episodes are all, uh, very consistent as far as time goes and as far as story goes, it just, um, it felt like YouTube wasn't really the place for that type of content. Um, and I, I, I guess for me, I didn't think that, um, you know, if if someone were presenting us as being YouTubers, I didn't know if that was necessarily an accurate representation of what we were doing. And that's not to knock YouTube in any way. It's just to say that, um, you know, I really what it boils down to is I didn't want us to be uh, judged one way or another for the... Uh, the, the hosting tool that we were using. Mm-hmm. Well, um, boy, did that backfire. Everyone thinks you're, <laughs> you're snobby Vimeo users now. That's what everybody thinks. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and well, and that's why, you know, even now recently we've been spending a lot of time with our website so that it's like, you know, listen, you don't even have to go to Vimeo yes. to watch it. You can watch it on the website, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is, I guess is really kind of what, what I'm trying to sort of whittle down to is it's like, you know, no, we're not YouTubers and we're not Vimeo filmmakers. We're just, 
who we are. We're Xavier's pictures. We're the Hart siblings. You know, that's what we do. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. I do. And I think, answer, yeah. um, I don't think it's different. I think just to kind of expand on that, um, because there are seasons and there are episodes, to me, Vimeo is just just cleaner. Yes. Right? You can go to Vimeo and it's very clear, like, this is a, a web series and here are the seasons and here are the episode breakdowns with their, you know, I almost feel like I'm, like I'd be watching on Hulu or, mm, or Netflix. Right. You know, it's just, it's, YouTube's always been very, um, I guess, chaotic. Yeah, YouTube to me, to me really invites someone to just, watch one video and then move on to the next thing. And that's yeah. not what we wanted. And and that's really actually one of the main reasons that we kind of retooled uh, our content and stopped doing sketches and moved on to the Heart Siblings is we didn't want people to tune in one week and not the next week. You know, we wanted them to follow the series um, because it, it was such a consistent, regular uh, thing, so. Yeah. Yeah, we've run into that problem too. Um, especially yeah. with, with, I mean, we, we don't do as many web series as you guys did, like a scripted thing, but the most recent, the Herald monster videos, he, mm-hmm. like they go in order. You don't want to watch those out of order. Yeah, exactly. So, and even when we were doing sketches, yeah. we used to do that all the time where we would, you know, have like a few different sketches, follow the same arc or mm-hmm. do like sequels and stuff. And I think YouTube just made it too easy for people to, to miss that, you know, to, to mm-hmm. see the spider two without having seen the, the first spider, you know what I mean? Right. And so, mm-hmm. which by the way, the spider ones are the ones that remain uh, close to my heart. I think. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's a definitely some of the favorites. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Just making sure we all know that. Yeah. See, and that's, and that is kind of talking about the, the slightly comedic situation, but acting like it's like a life or Blown death kind of, yeah, yeah. exactly. Blowing in proportion. It's, and it's going to be this huge deal. Um, that that theme has followed us in almost everything we do, yeah. content-wise. See, it's funny. I, I I almost like the... In some way, I'm almost the opposite of that, where like you guys will take a, something that's lighthearted and not too crazy, but you act super crazy about it, Whereas I seem to, I seem to favor going yes. for like, there's a weird, th- like the thing a is super crazy, uh, crazy situation, situation is weird, in, but the characters and you act or, normal, or yeah, you, your character or at least one of them yeah, is, is of totally normal about it, yeah. uh, even yeah. though the thing is weird. I, I like that weird contrast. Yeah. Both so are funny. I think they're both yeah, funny, they're and they're funny. and like they, they, yeah, they almost. Yeah. They're they're related, but they're like right. opposites. Well, yeah, because like you said, they're they're both that that contrasting. Either yeah. way, the person is behaving contrary to what the situation would normally dictate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that's funny, regardless of, of it's the, just funny. The yeah, situation. it's just easy mm-hmm. to make. It's easy to make that funny. Like I don't know though. In this in these season three episodes, I watched Daniel seems to be reacting exactly the way I would. Wow. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we uh, we spent a lot of time. After watching season one, um, or I'm sorry, after filming season one, it was done. We, we were getting ready to film season two. We rewatched season one and we're like, okay, what is in character? What was an out of character? You know, mm-hmm. how do we, much like with any TV show, you know, you watch the pilot or season one of a show and then you watch it, you know, season three, season four, the characters are, are different. Yeah. Not not drastically, yeah. but through the production of the show, they've honed in mm-hmm. on what characteristics are going to be this person's. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, to the point where they can write a line and know exactly who's going to say that line because right. that's, of course, that's the kind of thing that that character would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that both, you know, in in 
you know, high level television shows and then in ours as well, it really the actors start to shape the characters, mm. you know, where if, if you go back and watch our first season of The Heart Siblings or our sketches, I think, um, you know, it, it's funny that it used to be where I was usually the one who was really excited or was, um, you right. know, being being the goofball in the situation. And Katie was kind of the straight man and everything. Mm-hmm. And now we've really flip-flopped on that, Completely. where Katie is, is definitely the, the more enthusiastic one, and I'm kind of the curmudgeon, which I think is very much influenced by our, our actual personalities, because right. in real life, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty reserved guy. That was, that was actually something I wanted soul. to ask yes. you about. That, well, that's old soul is just, I, 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 I don't know about that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was something I did want to ask you. How much of the scripts are the real conversations you've had to each other, more or less? You know, I don't know oh, that... Okay, you don't have to answer if it's too personal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think they're um, necessarily based on real conversations or real situations we've been in, but I think it's more posing the question of, if we were in this situation, how would we behave? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So our characters are very much inspired by real life, even Mm -hmm. if the situations aren't always. Mm -hmm. Um, Although there are certainly exceptions to that, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, especially I'm thinking like our season one episodes, uh, Cat or uh, Chair, you know, those were very much based on real real conversations or real situations in our okay. lives so right so um you were talking about just how the youtube culture didn't really seem to fit you guys i was recently thinking about this myself and just how i think i was watching that video from odd ones out the mr beast challenge or something mm-hmm. um and and so and and i'm watching it and it's like supposed to be a huge a whole bunch of big YouTubers, and I'm like, I don't know that person. I don't know that person. <laughs> and I was like, Wow, I really don't watch any YouTube. And it's like, and and that's the funny thing is, is like, that's sort of what we want to do. Like, we'd love to do this full time, but I don't think we fit in on YouTube very well. I I don't know. It's it's just kind of odd. It's like you you can co- almost create your own little subculture somewhere. So I I think you guys are doing a good job at. At separating yourself and kind of creating your own thing, um, you guys definitely had a website before we did. You, you definitely like I, I'm seeing you do stuff, and I'm thinking that makes sense, and I'm gonna do it. I'm totally copying you because because <laughs> yeah. just your strategy is sort of making sense. Not to say we're well, gonna see, move we're to Vimeo, we're copying you but... on the the whole podcast thing, so it's it's a back and forth because uh, oh. you guys were doing a podcast, and and now we're thinking about starting one, so. We'll just we'll just copycat each other, right? okay? And then it'll it'll all balance out in yeah, the end. It's fine. Right. Yes, perfectly balanced. <laughs> um, speaking of perfectly val- balanced, what? Uh, oh my god! What do you want to say? Wait, hang on, hang on. You don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, come on. What do you? I know. Ex- what's your podcast gonna be about? Is well, or is that a secret, man? Okay, that was, that was a secret. Okay. All right, it's still in development because it is because it is. I used to think. That because I didn't really listen to a lot of podcasts, I used to think like you had to do a lot of pre planning and and a lot of great podcasts are like that, but obviously ours isn't. Um, and I've listened to a number of them that I really enjoy that are kind of just go for it. Um, so uh, what is there one style or another? Do you is there is it like a like a scripted kind of drama or? No, it's not. It's not scripted. It's definitely. Um Essentially, it's as most podcasts are, it's just going to be Daniel and I talking about our opinions on 
primarily movies. Yeah. Um, maybe some TV shows, some other content, but some of our, um, we just have found that a lot of times things that the masses either like loved or mm-hmm. hated, mm-hmm. we had the polar opposite. Um, and so yeah. we're kind of like, you know what? We're going to spend, after watching this movie, we're going to spend an hour talking about mm-hmm. why we loved it or why we hated it. Let's just record ourselves doing that yeah. and see what happens. So it is very early stages. Um, but that's what it is at the moment. It may develop some, but it'll it'll be it'll be a, a I, I don't know, I guess not a review, a little bit reviewing movies, but yeah. definitely more <laughs> sharing and, and sharing things from... A lot of times our perspective as, if you can say it, filmmakers, or at least people that have experience with with writing or story development. Yeah. Okay. Um, some of the technical sides of yeah, so production. You, yeah, you straight up stole our podcast. I get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Freakishly similar. <laughs> um, well, see, that was the thing is, is we said at first – like, we don't want to review movies. There's enough people reviewing movies, but that's what it sort of became. Um, because it's like, well, we both saw this new movie and we haven't talked about it yet, so let's talk about it now. Um, but I think, yeah, you just got to have some kind of hook and yeah. good luck staying on it because we, <laughs> cause, cause we, wanted to, we wanted to have some sort of lesson that we learn in each one. Um, based on either the movies that we're talking about or the people that we're talking to, um, sometimes we just forgot. We forgot to learn something. Um, <laughs> so this time we won't. We're we're coming close to the end, and we, we I might go back to a couple things. But um, what do you think? Uh, I mean, you've been making videos for a long time. Um, someone who wants to start something new, um, maybe they don't have a sibling or a best friend to do it with, or maybe they do. Um, what what sort of advice would you give to them? Somebody to get started. Yeah, you know, m- my advice is just to get started. You know, honestly, I was making stuff myself before I really had a sibling who was willing to cooperate. <laughs> I mean, there were there were a few years there where the video thing was really was really my thing, and uh, we're talking way way back, like mid two thousands. Um, and Katie was kind of doing her own thing, and you know, I used to. I used to shoot short films where I played all the characters myself. I used to do stop, ma- uh, stop motion animation stuff, you know, doing voices. Um, I think I even did something one time where I was like the last man on earth. So it was like, you know, one actor. That's pretty easy to do. So, you know, just don't uh, don't let anything be a constraint for you. Don't let anything stop you. Just just work with what you have, I guess. And so I'm lucky now that I, I have a sister who's willing to, to do stuff with me and... Uh, that's pretty much it. So. <laughs> what would you do if one day Katie said, I'm done, I'm just over this? <laughs> not, not speaking from uh, personal experience or anything, but uh, that might have happened to one of us. Like, is there something you need to tell me, Jones? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, do you know what would you do? What would I do? I don't, you know. He would curl up in a ball. <laughs> just not know how to I go mean, on I with guess life. where we're at right now, I definitely wouldn't. I don't think I would keep doing you know, the type of content that we're doing now. But there are, there are other um, hobbies of mine, other interests of mine um, that uh, that I do enjoy doing on my own. And even within the entertainment world, you know, I mean, I, I enjoy writing and I, I've dabbled with screenplays and, and pilots and stuff. So, you know, I think I would just move on to something else. Well, you would just move, would, move yeah, on. I would just move okay. on. Just move on without her. Okay, I see. <laughs> Clearly he's going to be fine. <laughs> 
Well, he's he just has to convince himself that it's okay. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you you were saying um, that sort of moving to moving to Vimeo, doing the series, um, it's kind of a step towards what you want to do. Um, what do you want to do? What's your future? You hope. What do you hope for with Xavier's yeah. pictures in the future? You know, I get that question a lot, and really? I never, I never really know how to answer. Yeah, not, I wish not people just would ask me. me. Nobody asks me that. <laughs> well, it's more like mom, dad. Yeah, well, yeah, you already got your life together, Jonathan. No, I'm, you what? Know. Okay, I'm glad I have that uh, that appearance to people from the outside. No, I mean honestly, what we're doing now, as far as our content goes, um, I, I love, I love doing the heart siblings. Um, and so if, you know, my immediate goal is really just to be able to, to grow that to the point where we're generating enough income that that could become a full-time job, um, because I would love to do that and, uh, you know, expand upon, upon that premise and, and do bigger and better stuff, which we have even over the last couple of years, you know, season three has been a, a much more ambitious endeavor than our first season was. Um, but really I'm, you know, as far as what I'm doing, I'm I'm pretty happy right now with with the Heart Siblings. I mean, it's uh, my heart and soul goes into goes into that show really. So, and I think we just we're just not big planners. Yeah, growing up, moving a lot and everything, it was like you know what I could make a two year, three year, five year goal, but who knows what life is gonna throw at me in the process. Yes. So we mm. both are just kind of like. We're just very go with the flow. Yes. Um, That's a nice way of saying it. Yeah. I mean, we're not passive. Like, we're definitely doing active things with the Heart Siblings. And we're we're putting it out there and we're marketing and advertising it and stuff. But we just kind of... Like to keep our options open, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about um, moving to somewhere where there's productions going on? I mean, you're you're much closer to Georgia than I am. Uh, There's places that are filming. Have you ever thought about doing something like that? Like... Um, obviously you're never going to stop doing what you love making shows, but as far as that goes, you know, honestly, I've never really given it that serious thought. I mean, it's always, you know, obviously something that, you know, when they tell people that I make movies, obviously everyone assumes that I'm going to move to LA someday, but you know, as far as seriously, I don't, um, I don't really consider it that much because, I've learned to just kind of work within the constraints that I have. And so, you know, we've kind of grown Xavier's pictures um, and our assets and our resources to the point that, you know, we can produce the show uh, of relatively well quality um, with, you know, Mm -hmm. our geographic constraint and, uh, you know, personnel constraints and and that kind of stuff. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that answers your question. Yeah. No, yeah, it does. What was that noise? <laughs> it might have been the, the squeaky chair. Okay. okay. We'll go with that. It sounded like a dog <laughs> came up to the mic and went like... Oh. No, no. <laughs> Weird. Uh, I wanted to... <laughs> okay, Jesse, is uh, there anything else to follow up before was, we're done? Well, I was just going to ask uh, where the name Xavius Pictures came from. What is Xavius? Is that a person's name? Xavius with an word? X. Well, I know it's an X. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is the age-old question. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, like, again, we had a penny for every time someone asked that question. Yeah, um, and we don't have an answer. That's the problem. Oh no, uh, we we really don't know where uh, we know when we started using it, 
And as far as we can recall, there was no significance to the name other than something, it was a fun-sounding word. Something in Daniel's eight-year-old brain oh, yeah. was just okay. like, Xavius, I like this word. Yes. Oh, I'm going to okay. start using this. Okay. Just a, just a Who knows? Who knows what's going through? Who knows what's going through? youth, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know what? Now, just one of you has to name your kid Xavius, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, I at this point, we can't change it. Like, I mean... It's it's too ingrained in everything now. Yeah, sure. There, there was times, um, you know, years ago when we talked about changing it because we got that question so often of right. what yeah. is that, and it's confusing for people. But I think we're at the point now where it's it's uh, significant to us because we've been using it so long, and because we can go back to you know literally videos when I was eight years old and us saying Xavier's Pictures presents, mm-hmm. so that um, you know. It's, that's it's cool. grown can, into something. Yeah, it's cool that you can go back to, you know, something from when you were eight and say, look, this is it. And, and you could even use those clips from that saying, Xavier's Pictures presents. Uh, now it's right. an eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. I seem to remember Smackwitz being a name that I've seen around, but. Yes. That's, that's, that's I hear one a sigh. We... Is that something you don't want to talk about? No, that's uh, that's another made-up word that we don't really know where it came from. I also like that made-up uh, word. Although I wouldn't yeah. want to name anyone that. <laughs> Not so much. But uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a word that we've distanced ourselves from, just for <laughs> okay, for marketplace confusion. Because you know, yeah. we we want to be known as Xavier's Pictures. That's our that's yes. a, the company. That's our branding. So yes. Smackwitz, we've shied away from. Actually, it's funny. You called me via Skype, and yes, it shows shows how long it's been since I've used Skype because that's know. still my Skype handle. I know, Smackwitz, me too. So I yeah, this picture on there is from the last time I was on Skype, and that was like freshman year. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that looked like a pretty young. I'm like, that's uh, yes, that's not what he looks like like in the new stuff. No. <laughs> Just pretend that, that that younger me is the one who's talking now. <laughs> All right. Um, well, thank you for, for taking the time to chat with us and uh, and for being our guinea pigs on Skype and just yeah. making some good stuff. I, I really admire your work and, um, yeah, just keep it up. Thank sh- you so much. She'll get a huge bump because of this 20 people that listen to this podcast, I think. That's yeah. yeah. Well, hey, hey, they're, that's, you prepared. they're probably 20 <laughs> people we don't already have, right. so, so, you know. All right. All right. So, uh, so I got to ask you guys before yeah, okay. we sign Okay, yes, off. yes. Well, you can ask, now it's your turn. We'll go another hour and you can interview me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was going to ask if you both saw Endgame over the weekend. I did, oh, yeah. yes. Yes, yes. I, I saw it opening night. S- separately. Oh, you did? Thursday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. I think I saw it an hour before you. Oh, it's mine not was, a competition. Mine was seven thirty. All right, mine was six thirty. But oh, hey, okay. you guys are th- are three hours ahead of us. So, do they release? This is also something I've, I've had a hunch, but I never knew. Did does the movies release at exactly the same time throughout the country? I don't think so. And no. So why? technically, those of us on the East Coast here, yeah. we're seeing it three hours before you. Yeah, but we didn't but see we it didn't. until Friday morning, so we were a little late. Okay. We're so, not. We're not about that. Like you know, Thursday night crowd. Yes. We like in the morning on Friday when everyone is at work or at school. Oh sure. And it's usually a smaller, quieter showing. Although because it was spring break here. It was a packed theater. Yeah. Oh, and then you have people like me who was like, I have to take a day off of work. I'm sorry, but I, I need a vacation <laughs> I day because I have to, to go see this. Endgame. Yeah, okay, so. yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I'd have to take some time off. I did skip out early from work to go see it. But yeah, I thought it was fantastic. But I think the two yeah. of us might talk about that on another podcast. 
Uh, okay. Sure. I mean, I, guess I, I could summarize. That, okay, summarize, like, Jesse. Uh, I want to hear your guys' thoughts too. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, I def- yeah, I, I loved it. I uh, I've said it many times that I'm I'm a sucker for time travel, and oh, yeah. uh, so as soon as spoilers, Jesse. I, I, oh, all four of us have heard. We'll say that in the know. intro. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Is is I don't know. I guess spoiler warning for anyone that yes, we'll try to keep it not not spoilers. I, I don't know how you talk about s- that movie and not spoil exactly. something. That's kind of silly. If if anyone's s- hasn't seen it yet, then they didn't care about being spoiled. I think that's <laughs> exactly. obviously didn't care right. enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so so they won me over with just that. Oh yeah, alone. The, oh yeah. The line where I think it was Tony Stark says like, "Okay, there's four teams. We're each going to this different time," and I'm like, "Oh, and I'm gonna love this movie right now." Yep, like, yep. Yeah. I, I love <laughs> yep. that too. I was like, "Yeah, awesome, yeah. good stuff." Um, yeah, I, I I I don't know. I don't have much negative to say. Of course, there's always a couple plot holes that happen with time travel well whenever you do time travel i just get super confused get stuck in a in some sort of me too some sort of 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 what's the word paradox is gonna happen and i'm just gonna stop not stop thinking about it well i do like their take on time travel that banner explained that like you know you can go into the past without changing anything because going into the past is actually your future now and the present where you just came from is now your past which you can't change which is kind of an interesting okay movie. like so going into nope, the past I didn't, I didn't follow any of that i know it's weird but it i i, <laughs> I, I appreciate Ant-Man them says, you know totally trying to at least give I, I i think it is kind of cool that going into the past mm-hmm. like time is still linear so the act of you going into the past is actually time still continuing like for you you're mm-hmm. you know you're okay. just you're just doing some it's it's weird like it, yes but uh whatever i don't care um <laughs> daniel has tried to explain time, and the thing with time travel is because there's no rules every film and version of it has different yeah. rules right and Which daniel doesn't tries make to explain it, to me yeah, it doesn't make any doesn't sense make it any how easier. I it? if all movies just agreed on how it works that might make it easier right yeah. right yeah no i have no concept of it but i agree i think I think it was the perfect wrap-up, the perfect goodbye in a way mm-hmm. to the last 11 years and what those characters were in those stories. Um, I cried, like, the entire movie. Okay. Yes. Both my happy and sad also, tears. Also, my wife <laughs> cried. I did not tear up, but I was cheering quite a lot, like a strange amount of noise for a movie. I usually don't make any noise during a movie. I was clapping yeah. and cheering. It was so much fun. Yeah. Definitely. Daniel, anything else yeah, different? I, I mean, I just, I, I, you know, I remember so clearly uh, going to see the first Iron Man film in the theater back in 2008. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe has really had a special place in my heart for the last 11 years. So it was, uh, it was moving just, just in the kind of, you know, wrapping up that franchise for me felt like it was like a pretty big chapter of my life to ever kind of, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. closing the page on. So I just, I, I thought it was an excellent send off. I thought it was an excellent callback to some of their, some of their greater moments in, in the past. And yeah, I loved it. Well, like we had said, it almost felt like you've been watching a TV show for the last decade and yeah. that was the series finale. Right. Well, and I like how, yeah, uh, Screen Rant put it when he said like, uh, oh, we're basically making the most expensive like TV show you know yeah uh, exactly that's really yeah. what it is like you're you're required to see the previous episodes like you're it's just a <laughs> although we my wife and i were talking about it afterwards and it's like we probably could have skipped uh captain marvel i think we'd have been okay 
she can fly. Now, she's super, that's she's one thing space. I was actually a little happy with was that they didn't make her such a huge part of this. I'm I'm glad she didn't like. Well, sure, but they could have told me that beforehand. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> because because in a way, it it didn't feel totally maybe earned or like like I, I agree I like that they kind of kept her on the sidelines because like yeah she's great and she's gonna do these things but, but this is not her time no, right now you, right. You, this you is need, the time for the original six yeah you need you need to give us time to fall in love with her character and like you know right. you can't just bring her in at the last second like here she comes right, to save right. the day right. and then like right. and you all have to like Who it <laughs> right all right well I yes thank you for bringing that up that was something I did want to mention and talk about a little bit um so so yeah, we'll, we'll all get together and make another Avengers movie sometime. I the, okay, you mentioned that like it was a perfect wrap wrap up. Now, I, it's not done though. Like they're still going. I almost no, I almost kind of wish it it would stop. Even though I know I'm gonna love all the new stuff, uh, I almost just wish this was it and it's done. But it's I not. think I think it's it's changing a little. They're going in a different direction. You know, we have this whole the Disney Plus streaming service, and they're going to have like the Loki show and the Wandavision and all that stuff. I hope they call um, it the Loki show. By the way, <laughs> he, has, he sits down. I, I think that's like a variety hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I no, and I get like they you know they were saying goodbye to what we've had, but but we still have Spider Man Far From Home. We still have Guardians Three. We still have the Black Widow movie. Like yeah, no, they're not done. Done. So I get yeah. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. It's just the, you know, there's going to be, you have the Avengers, you know, second class or whatever that, you know, they're going to be the new leads. It's, I guess it's, so. it's really right. just, it's really just the end of the first wave of Avengers and I guess. they're right. going to pass the torch. But I just hope, I just hope that they don't keep going until it fizzles out because yeah, they won't have a yes. huge ending like this one again. I know. How do you ever come back, you know, do another... I don't know. I mean, we said I, I that for the think, first yeah. Avengers, the very first Avengers. How could you ever top that? And now looking back at it, it's like, <laughs> how could I even think that? But <laughs> how could I think that six characters in one movie was like the most amazing thing? I know ever? it blew like my mind. It's on my list of favorite movies, and I'm like, wow, like I need to. And, add and, this and one only on New York City's in jeopardy, and yeah. not you know the <laughs> and not the like, whole <laughs> entire universe. Right. Well, right. and Daniel and I had talked about um, this could, in a way, be the end though of the big collaboration films and the big crossover films uh-huh. you know we we may never actually truly get another avengers film sure yeah. and yeah. everyone's just going to go off their paths of their sequels and their third installments and their disney plus shows and mm-hmm. just going to kind of all go our own way yes but who knows i do think i heard something about that that their plan was to do little team-ups maybe two characters and see how they you know go bounce off each other um yeah right. And I, I'm gonna love them. I just kind of, yeah. I just, I just Obviously. hope it doesn't go the way of Star Wars, where it's kind of just like people started to lose interest, and now we just have to end it because we started something. You know what I mean? Right. 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 And, it's, yeah. and it's like you, you did too much, and you, you oversaturated yeah. the market. Right. And... Which is funny because uh, a couple weeks ago I watched Spider Verse again, oh, and, yeah. and as soon as it was over, I was like, that was really good. I'm kind of tired of Spider-Man, which is hard to say because he's pretty much my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, like, is that too much Spider-Man? Like, because uh, now I'm going to go watch something with Spider-Man in it again. <laughs> we, we need a break from him. I don't know. And of course, I'm going to watch the next one and I'm going to love it, I'm sure. So Right. Right. Anyways. Uh, well, come back anytime you want to talk about Marvel stuff. I, um, All right. Yep, for I've sure. got your number now, so I'll just, you <laughs> I'll know, just Skype call you. you anytime I feel like... Uh, <laughs> 
talking. There you go. Thanks very much. If, uh, kidding, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If we ever get our podcast up and running, uh, that's the, see. This is the problem that project's on me, and I'm just like, yeah, gotta get the right motivation. But well, yeah, uh, we'll definitely. It, but, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll definitely return the favor. Alrighty. Sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe, All right, uh, thank maybe, you guys. Maybe a video collaboration eventually. That too. Well, we the thing like is, Jesse, I we Daniel and I had been talking about doing a video collab, and then I think it fell on me, and I didn't do anything. And <laughs> again, I didn't want to say anything. It's just no. hard. <laughs> it really is. I mean, um, yeah, we'll 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 talk about it. We'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's been on the list for a while, and uh, one of these days, one of these days, we'll get it together. It has to be the right amount of wacky yet grounded, I think. That's right. We're struggling. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you've learned something, and uh, go check out Xavier's picture stuff. Fantastic. Bye. Yep, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Goodbye. Good